0: just the tips hey everyone be quiet just the tips is on hey everybody it's your favorite podcast just the tips with austin and julian with the hairiest toad gentleman in the west coast how you doing austin
1: we need to get You've really been going towards the hairy body parts thing. We're going to need to get you something else. Last last week, I think it was hairy nipples. I know. And this week, you just went to hairy toes. Julian, you're better than that.
0: I think I did hairy goochies, too.
1: Uh, I'm going to cover done, all the
0: body parts with hair, and then I'll move on.
1: Once you get your laser stuff, then uh, you're not going to be able to use any of these. So I guess you might as well get each body part out of the way individually.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, hey, Julian, can I vent to you real quick?
0: Yes, please do.
1: So as you may know, I've been shopping a lot lately. I've been getting out of the house. Um, you know, I've been going to gas station, grocery store, target, uh, sex toy, emporium, racquetball hall of fame. And, um, something about the way that people wear their masks just annoys the shit out of me. Like if you do, if someone doesn't wear a mask, that's one thing. But if someone is wearing a mask and like has their entire ugly face hanging out or just like their whole fucking nose hanging out, it bothers me so much. And, and it's not even like, I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, COVID or the masks or any of that. I think it's the biggest thing that pisses me off is just grown adults that have this feeling of entitlement, like entitlement to not have to do what everyone else is doing because they don't want to, um, you know, people that go into a business and say, it's a free country. Like, no, it's a fucking private business. They want you to wear the mask. Just, just put the mask on when you leave, you can take it off. And, uh. I don't know why it's been annoying the shit out of me. It's like, I don't go to the mall with my shorts down above my, below my dick with like my whole dick hanging out, forcing some poor mall employee to come up and say, Hey, sir, would you mind pulling your pants up? And I say, no, this is how I like to wear my shorts.
0: Yep. I just, I know. Just,
1: just cover your schnoz, man. It's not a big deal. And then hopefully it'll be over soon. And, uh, I don't know. Sorry to get all riled up. But, uh, anyways, how are you doing?
0: I know the feeling, man. It fucking infuriates me. And then the people that just like complain about the mask all the time and they're just constantly talking about the mask and, and, and how much they hate the mask. And it's just like, dude, just put the fucking mask on. There's a lot harder things that you could be going through right now. And the mask is very minor and you're amount of effort that you're spending to talk about how much you hate the mask is far greater than the effort that you have to put into putting on a mask. And if you're gonna wear the mask, wear it properly. I agree. The people that just like let their nose hang out annoy the shit out of me as well. Because it's like what's what's I I don't get it. Like you already have your mouth and then it's not that much more comfortable to have your nose hanging out than and have it over your mouth and than, than to have it just over everything. I don't know. If, the masks don't bother me. I mean, obviously, if I had a choice in a non-COVID world to wear a mask or not wear a mask, I'm going to choose not to wear a mask.
1: Yeah, no one likes the fucking mask. It's not like I get excited, like, ooh, this is going to be, uh, I can't wait to pair this mask with my outfit. But just as long as they let us go to businesses and they open things, then I'll wear the fucking mask. And, uh, and I
0: mean, you don't have to look far for evidence that the mass work. Every other country around the world that has gotten this under control has had very strict mass use with no resistance from their populations because they're reasonable people and realize that we're all in this together, and it takes everybody a little bit of effort to get us all out of this a lot quicker. And even places like China and uh, New Zealand and places that had it really bad. Um, italy have come out of this and have very few if any restrictions now i just read that this latest uh white house super spreader event got super spreader i like that got more people sick in the white house during that time period than the entire country new zealand has in their entire country
1: wasn't super spreader your nickname in high school
0: For a different reason. I was really, uh, I was the most flexible person on the gymnastics team. So, Mm -hmm. different, different talent. But,
1: yeah, yeah. I I didn't want to get into the whole thing. I just wanted to complain about, I don't want to get into the science of it. I just want to complain about people with their big schnauz hanging out of their mask.
0: Well, you know me, Austin. I'm very scientific. So, (laughs) yeah, I know. You're a real scientist. If you bring up anything to do with science, I'm going to get deep into the weeds in it.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm very technical. All right.
1: Um. Did you did you do any of your tips that we've been talking about recently?
0: I I did try a tip this week. Uh, as you know, I got a new kitten. Her name's Cheeto. She's amazing. She loves me, and I love her. And she loves the laser pointer. After last week's episode, when you gave me a guilt-free way to to try out the laser pointer without damaging her mental ability. I was like, oh, perfect. I just need to put a treat down and I'll use the laser pointer. First of all, she loves the laser pointer. She'll go chase that thing for hours. I can make her go laps around the whole house. But then I try—I put a treat on the ground. And I pointed right at it. She didn't give a shit about the treat. She just wanted to get that laser pointer. So maybe it's my cat. Maybe it's a shit tip. I don't know. But now she's hooked on the laser pointer and like asked me to play with the laser pointer with her because <laughs> she loves it so much.
1: Yeah, I feel like the the point of the tip failed on that because that was the point to give them a feeling of of a, uh, accomplishment.
0: She feels she's completely satisfied just chasing a, a light that she'll never catch.
1: Yeah, a young kitten named Cheeto, she doesn't have a care in the world.
0: She doesn't. And my, the best part is Tiny gets in on the laser action too and they both go chase it around together and they team up trying to get it.
1: Well, that's just the cutest thing I've ever heard.
0: It's adorable. They're best buds.
1: Nice. Well, glad to hear it, Julian. Uh, I actually used one of your tips from previous episodes. I got the Fake Spot app on my phone because I was looking to get a trampoline on Amazon. Not the old school big backyard trampoline that I broke my ankle on as a child, but uh, these things called rebounders, people use them to work out. It's like a new aerobics thing. And I was like, man, this price seems too good to be true on this rebounder. Because the good ones were like five hundred bucks, and uh, and this one was like eighty dollars and had five thousand five star reviews. So I plug it into five spot, a fake spot, and sure enough, it says like thirty percent of those reviews are trustworthy, and the rest of them are bots and Russian spies and God knows who else. So uh, it kind of gives you a better idea and all the all the bullshit they're trying to sell you on Amazon. So that's nice.
0: Well, you're welcome, Austin. I'm glad that I saved you the agony of getting a shitty trampoline. What is the difference in a regular trampoline and a rebounder? Do they just have like super stiff springs on them that make you jump higher?
1: I think they just, I think it's a marketing thing. They just called it a rebounder. And, uh, from what I understand, the ones that you work out with there are better have, uh, like elastic bands rather than those old metal springs. I guess the metal springs are no good. The elastic bands are better. And, uh, Jordan loaned me hit one that he has. He has two rebounders. Talk about living a luxurious life—not one, but two—you uh, know, high-quality rebounders—and he loaned me one, and it's awesome. But uh, I don't know if, I, if I'm willing to pay four hundred dollars to do it. So
0: does he? Does he jump in between them, or, or does he jump with one foot on each?
1: Well, I guess the goal was to do some couples rebounding with his fiance Sophie, but uh, apparently she's not into it as much as he was hoping. Man, and if I was a re- if I was a marketing guy for one of these rebounder companies, I feel like you're really missing out by not getting someone like Charles Barkley or Dennis Rodman to sponsor your product, the rebounder. I mean, it sells itself.
0: It does. That's a really good point, Austin.
1: Cuz those guys were good at getting rebounds, Julian.
0: I know. I get the joke. You could throw some Steve Nash in there too.
1: Steve Nash was not known for to be a rebounder, Julian. He was an assist man.
0: But he got he was good at rebounding too.
1: Julian, you're exposing yourself. You know what you're talking about.
0: I thought he was good at rebounding. I always I always applauded his rebounding as well as his assists.
1: All right. Well, I guess you just understand basketball on a deeper deeper level than everyone else.
0: I just I saw his passion for rebounding and I appreciated it.
1: All right, let's move on.
0: <laughs> okay. Um let's do some tips, huh? Well, I want to talk about our weight loss challenge.
1: Oh shit! Because
0: that's pretty big. Me and Austin started on a journey together, and as you know, we both complain all the time about being overweight, and we both have weak wills, and so we uh, willpower. We have weak willpower, and so we decided to make each other accountable by counting calories. And we have to send each other a screenshot of our calories every day. No bullshitting. And we also have to fill our our circles on our iWatches every day uh, and screenshot each other that. And if you miss either one, you have to pay that person $10 for each one you miss each day. So potentially $20 at stake. And it's been working well for us. I'm down five pounds. Austin, you're down like what? Like 10 pounds. 10 pounds? Well,
1: I don't know. My weight fluctuates 40 pounds a day, but, but it's I think it's working. We, go, we got some high-stakes shit going on here, people. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Julian's talking about the Apple Watch has these rings that you closed based on if you exercise and how many calories you burn and how many times you're standing up. So if you close those rings, it means that you're at least moving around and not being a slug and, and burning some calories. So, so far, we've uh, each fucked up once and we've... Sent each other twenty bucks. We didn't close the rings, and we didn't eat. So we've just been counting calories, which I think is the best way for most people. But yesterday at work, I burned a ton of calories, and my last I had a thousand calories left, and I pretty much spent it all eating cake. But I still was in my window, and uh, I. But I felt like shit, man. I felt so bad.
0: Yeah, it's really you feel like shit when you when you screw up your calories, and you like. It didn't take much willpower to not do it, but you did it anyway. But I didn't even
1: screw up my calories. I was under my goal. I just ate, po- I just ate trash. Yeah. No, I know. And, and today, all I've eaten is mac and cheese. And I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna try to be that guy that loses weight just eating nothing but processed crap. My goal is to start eating, introducing vegetables soon.
0: There is that professor. Do you remember this? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He lost a bunch of weight eating nothing but Twinkies to prove that calorie counting worked, and like all his all of his uh, blood sugar and all everything like lined up perfectly from being out of out of uh, the healthy zone into the healthy zone, and he ate nothing but Twinkies, but was able to lose weight and and get his vitals intact.
1: Well, he didn't eat nothing but Twinkies, and I'm pretty sure I'm the one that told you about this because I was like shouting it from rooftops because I was so interested by it. I think he ate like a can of tuna a day and uh, some green beans or something just to get some protein and some vitamins, but he ate primarily Twinkies and sugar just to prove that you could lose weight, uh, you know, based on calories in, calories out. But he said that he still didn't think his numbers would be good. He thought he would lose weight but not be healthy, and then he was surprised at the end to realize that like his cholesterol and blood sugar and all that stuff had actually gone down too. So, so I'm basically doing that so far, but I'm, I'm really trying to, to get some vegetables in there.
0: All right. Uh, I think it's your tip
1: Okay. Let's get right into it. This is a tip, um, that does not apply to you, Julian, but it may apply to some of our listeners. Okay. It's brought to you by, Jiznuk, G Z N U K. and it's, don't be shy about celebrating your own birthday. Being quiet about it and hoping people give you the attention you desire often results in disappointment. Obviously, Julian, this does not apply to you because you typically have a birthday week and you have three to four parties and uh, you have no no shyness in celebrating yourself. God bless you. It it always ends up being a fun time, but... um, Well, go ahead.
0: It's not really about celebrating me. It's about more about the fact that I know it's the one week I can get absolutely everyone to come out and do something and not be a lazy bum and stay at home. That's true. So it's, it's much less about me and much more about getting other people to actually like do what I want to do and, and socialize because I, I have a lot of friends that are just like, uh, homebodies and they they don't like to leave their their safety zones, and so it's my one time I can be like, "Come on, man, it's my birthday!" And then they're like, "Fine, I'll come out." And then I get to hang out with all my friends in one place. And 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 the reason I do more than one is because of scheduling conflicts, because you know someone might have to work one night um, or something. So then I do multiple, so people have multiple options to hang to to hang out with me. But it's less about me and more me about. More about me just wanting to hang out with my friends,
1: yeah, I totally believe you, and that's a great technique of using people 's guilt as a way to force them to come out because when they do get out they 're going to have fun, and uh, sometimes Papa Jules knows what's in people 's best interests more than they do themselves. I know it's worked on me before it gets me to go out out of sheer guilt, and then what I know I end up having a great time so
0: i don't think yeah it's rare like i don't know, I can count on probably one hand number of bad times I've had going out. I always have a good time.
1: Julian, let's go through those individually and talk about them.
0: I can't think of a single one off top of my head. I was just being generous. Okay, good.
1: I didn't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Um,
0: But I think that's a great tip. I think that, you know, don't, don't be the Eeyore. That's just like, Oh, it's just my birthday. Ho hum. Like get out and celebrate, man. You lived another year on this planet. You grace the presence of this earth with your greatness. So get out and drink some fucking champagne, take some body shots and shake that ass on the dance floor for you.
1: Yeah. um, I think there are different types of people because I think this really applies to people who are just hoping that people will remember their birthday or see it on social media and they get uh, upset quietly and keep to themselves that nobody acknowledged it and they just get sad There are people like me who purposely hope that their birthday will quietly slide by and nobody notices just because I don't want to draw attention to myself and I don't like celebrating my own birthday. Maybe that's a whole shame thing that I need to go over in therapy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure after COVID, like if if this ever gets fixed, I'll probably be ready to celebrate a couple birthdays because I'm just hankering to go out. I bet. So,
0: speaking of going out, I don't know why they make wine glasses so big because if you didn't know wine etiquette, like you just fill your glass like this and wow. And that's going to mess someone up, man, if you don't know what you're doing. So that's very Join, deceptive you're drinking of the white wine, wine glass makers. Yeah, I am. Classic I'm drinking uh Charles Shaw. Maybe you've heard of it. It's a it's a uh it's a what do they call these? It's a 2014 and it's a, uh, an old grape, whatever they call that historic grape. I don't know anything about wine.
1: Did your neighbor give you that for giving him some fish?
0: <laughs> no, I needed wine in a recipe that I cooked yesterday and it was the cheapest wine they have at Trader Joe's. I think it's their home brand. And, uh, I only needed a little. So I had a, a bottle of wine in my fridge that was going to go bad. So I decided to drink it and said, let it go to waste.
1: Well guys, let the record show that Julian just held up a wine glass that was practically filled to the top, so he's uh probably going to get pretty frisky on this episode. So,
0: yeah. Well, I don't I just got sick of pouring it over and over again, so I just filled it up.
1: When you started talking about filling the wine glass to the top, I thought you were about to get into a a, a hacky stand-up bit, but you're just you're just being cute.
0: What the hell is a hacky stand-up bit? It's like a
1: corny, overdone premise, I guess. Oh. Like uh airplane, like what's the deal with airplane food?
0: Oh, I got it. You know? Yeah. No.
1: Like what's the deal with these wine glasses? Like um, those
0: fucking uh those those moms that have those giant wine glasses that say I'm only having one wine a glass of wine <laughs> and it's just like the entire bottle in a glass. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I kind of like I kind of think that's funny. It was funny I the first too. time. I, I, saw I it.
0: want that giant glass. I I would love that,
1: especially if you see a, a lady just actually drinking it, just pouring a whole glass into it and then drinking it and, and shouting at her kids.
0: I used to go to uh, the Golden Nugget and they had those five dollar pitchers, and I would just buy the entire pitcher and just drink straight out of the pitcher. You remember
1: that? Yeah, I think I do remember that. I've seen you drink out of a lot of pitchers.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just easier than getting a, a bunch of uh, glasses over and over again. You don't have to wait in line. It's already in your hand, and it lasts a long time, and it's the cheapest way to get drunk when you're in college. And you just look A little like, bonus tip there.
1: And you look like the barbarian that you are.
0: Yes. Some ladies love it. Some ladies hate it. But you're just being real. So if you do find a lady that likes it, then you know you found a keeper.
1: Okay, let's, uh, I, th- I think we're good on that tip. Guys, don't be shy about celebrating your birthday. There's no shame in saying, hey guys, I know everyone forgot my birthday. Why don't you uh, plan a dinner? Hey, actually, and sometimes Brandon and I will do that. If our birthday is coming up, we'd never expect anyone to remember it. We'll say, hey man, my birthday's next weekend. You want to send out a text and see if these motherfuckers want to go get some food? And now we barely make it past midnight just because we're, you know, old bastards. But it's it's nice to get everyone together.
0: I send my own invites. Yeah, I know you do. And uh, sometimes they're RSVP'd, sometimes they're not. Anyway, all right, we're over that. Let's get on to my tip, which is, hey, take that break. Working around the clock isn't a badge of honor. You're going to burn yourself out. You may think you're too busy and you don't have time to take a break, but even 10 minutes makes a big difference. You need to take care of yourself, and that includes taking a break. And this comes from Brianna Bethesda. Bethesta. Uh I think this is a great tip. You don't want to burn yourself out. If you feel like you're mentally not uh performing and like you need a you need a rest. Take that rest, man. It's gonna you're gonna be more efficient in the long run. Your company will allow you, if they're a good company, if they're a slave driver, go to a different company. And, uh, you know, give yourself a, a mental break. Enjoy, enjoy, your, enjoy your day a little bit. Take some you time.
1: I agree with this. And I, we've obviously gotten in this society of, like, perpetually being busy and people being like, you keeping busy? Keeping busy? Yeah, I'm keeping busy. Like, that's a good thing. Um, And then feeling guilty for for not getting downtime. And I think, obviously, some people are just fucking busy. They have kids, they have a lot to do, and they have no free time. But I think for most people, you can strike some kind of balance and like, being efficient and then planning some time where you can actually rest versus just, you know, going 60% through everything and doing it slowly and, and not as effectively, so...
0: I have trouble with this one, and that's something I've worked on so in California like there's um state requirements that employees have to be given breaks every certain amount of time. I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's like ten minutes every four hour or fifteen minutes every four hours or something, something like that anyway, so like they're built into a lot of people at my work's work schedule, but like office employees just have to kind of do it on their own. And for the longest time, I just never took breaks. I was just, I'd rather, you know, work through it. And, and, but now I, I, sometimes if, 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 if I feel like I need it, I force myself to take a break, but, um, but I still, I don't know. It's weird. I still feel guilty about it. And I'm still like, Oh, I should be working, even though I'm only taking like 10 minutes to not work. Um, it's weird, so it's something I've had to work on over the years, and then figuring out what to do on that break, you know, um, a lot of times I end up just working on something for myself, like, oh, I need to pay this bill, or so it's not even really a break. it's just like doing something for me instead of the company, but I don't know,
1: well, Julian, I find that hard to believe that it's hard for you to take breaks, but uh
0: it is. I'm a really hard worker.
1: I thought you told me that you'd like to go into the break room and do some light yoga. On your breaks?
0: No, I don't. Do you
1: guys have a water cooler? You seem like you'd be really good at water cooler talk.
0: We do have a water cooler, but it's not really i I'm
1: surprised you don't just wait for people there like Michael Scott. Wait for someone to show up at the water cooler and be like, I saw a great documentary on Netflix last night.
0: You'd be surprised I'm not like that social at work for some reason. I am surprised. I I think it's just because... There's too many opportunities for it because I work at a pretty good sized company and I'm friends with a lot of people there. So if I was really social, I would just constantly be in conversations with people and not doing what I need to be doing. And so I, I just, I keep it short with everyone and then I'm friendly and, and sometimes I get in conversations, but I don't make a habit out of it.
1: That's fair. Tough, but fair. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, Julian, listen to Julian guys, take a break for yourself. And like we mentioned before, I think it if you can plan a break. So that you know that you have a time period that you're going to like be focused and effective up until that point and then just take a break and like let everything go for a minute. I think it's I've been told that it's a lot more efficient.
0: I used to I used to do this with uh with college like homework and I had real trouble focusing in and doing like long projects that were really boring or lots of reading. So I would, uh, I would time it out where I'd be like, all right, you're going to do 45 minutes of homework and then you'll play a video game for 15 minutes. And I would like, time it out like that. And it worked really well for me because I always had that 15 minutes of video games to look forward to. And that got me through it.
1: That's a good technique. Yeah. And it's like, right. it's like one more, just real quick. It's like a thing that we've talked about in the show in the past. There's something called the Pomodoro Technique, and it's used for to help people keep focused on, like, one task at a time. And you just pick a time. I think the set time is, like, 25 minutes that you're just going to work on this project focused, no phone, no texting, no internet, work on it for 25 minutes, and then you get, like, a five- or ten-minute break. And then get back into it, you know, and then break, just do get up, stretch, drink some water, jack off. So... I think we've beat this uh, tip into the ground at this point.
0: Very true. <laughs> I think the, the jacking off thing is, a you know, sometimes like your frisky side of yourself gets really in the way of things. And if you don't have your lovely wife or girlfriend there to help you out, sometimes you got to give yourself a little self-relief so that you can focus in on what you need to do. Matthew McConaughey was right when he when he talked about, you know, that you got to jack off before you start trading stocks. But I feel like that's true with anything.
1: Yeah, guys, here's a little bonus tip. Uh, start jacking off at work. No, no no matter what your job is.
0: No, I wasn't saying that. I was more talking about for homework and stuff. Okay. Don't do that at work. Just do that in the
1: privacy. Well, use your best discretion when jacking off at work.
0: Well, I mean, unless you work in like the porn industry or something where it's acceptable.
1: Okay. All right, my turn. You go. This is something I never knew about, and I think it's pretty interesting, and it's super applicable to someone like me. And it's brought to you by 30Phil1, and it's it's a Wikipedia-related tip. So if you look at a Wikipedia URL, it says it's like https colon dash dash Wikipedia. And then you know whatever it is you're looking up, quantum mechanics or bears, whatever, you can replace the en before the dot Wikipedia and replace it with simple dot Wikipedia, or you can just Google whatever it is you're looking for and type in simple Wikipedia, and and they'll uh, take you to a, a far less complicated version of the article, like it was written for five year olds. So like I did this as a just to kind of test it out I, I did big bang i did big bang theory you know thinking about the beginning of the universe and it took me that stupid fucking show anyways i typed in big bang and got away from the show and there's like an article that's that's maybe two pages long and it gives you like a very succinct brief version description that someone like me with a fourth grade under uh, education can understand it's pretty fucking cool man so Keep that in mind. Replace the EN with simple or just Google simple Wikipedia. And uh, I think you guys are going to be pretty happy with the results. Did you know about that, Julian? I did not know about that. And what does the EN stand for? Is that English? I don't know. Probably.
0: I think it is. Um, Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Julian, I could Um, tell you weren't paying attention
1: while I was talking. I saw you over there fiddling on your keyboard. What were you doing?
0: I was tr- getting ready for my next tip, but oh. I was listening to everything you were saying. Yeah, I, I could tell what you. I was doing did not... I could hear every word. You were talking about how it simplifies okay. complicated don't, don't things.
1: Okay. All right. I know what
0: you're saying. Move on. I was just trying to set up my next tip, so I'm sorry. I was just trying to make sure this f- show flows smoothly, no. and there wasn't a lag. So I was using my time wisely, but I was... Doing something that wasn't mentally uh, demanding, so that I could pay attention to every word you said. And I'm going to start using simple Wikipedia. Julian, there's no fixing
1: it. You can't fix what you've you've already destroyed our relationship. Let's just move on to the next uh, tip here.
0: Fine, Austin. I'm going to start my own tip show called "Put This Tip in Your Ear." Um. All right. So this next tip is for all you people out there searching for some software uh before you look for the ones you have to the software programs you have to pay for check out free open source software it's almost always better and more secure than paying for commercial ones Um, and this comes from chromata and this is completely true um i learned this because I was a big fan of using Adobe Lightroom. And then they switched to this bullshit um, subscription model where they basically forced you into it because they wouldn't update the software anymore. And I bought a new camera and the older version of the software didn't support the file type uh, for my raw images. And so I was forced to, to completely abandon it, even though I had paid, you know, a hundred dollars or whatever it was for the software, it no longer worked for me, uh, unless I wanted to switch the subscription model. So I tried out GIMP, which is like a free version of Adobe Photoshop, um, and it's fucking awesome. It's great. It's free, open source, uh, works really well, and I haven't looked back since. Um, and there's pretty much free software out there for anything that you want to do. There's blender for 3d and video editing there's office type software there's firefox obviously for um web browsing although i don't know any web browsers you have to pay for i don't know why they use that as an example um so yeah check out if there's an open source version of whatever software you're looking for and chances are it's gonna be better than the bullshit uh commercial one that you know about
1: that's pretty cool. I, uh, As you know, Julian, I like to uh, remove people's heads from photos and Photoshop them, superimpose them onto other people's bodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to have to look into this GIMP software. I did look into getting Photoshop, and I noticed that subscription thing. It's like 30 bucks a month or some bullshit. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to pay $30 a month when I only need Photoshop, and I don't need all those other things. And uh, it's crazy. So yeah, how do they make money doing open source software?
0: I don't know. And I don't know that they actually do make money, but I think maybe it's through donations or who knows what I know. Some, some uh, companies have gone into like uh, an open source kind of corporate framework. Like if you ever heard of the unreal engine, which is a gaming engine that a lot of like the games that you may be play are built on. And they actually gave their software away for free a few years ago. And the way they make money now is if you actually publish whatever you make in their software and it makes money, then they get 10% of whatever your earnings are, um, which is pretty awesome because it's like, that's like what they used to make Batman and mortal Kombat and all these other games. And uh, like you can make, the best games in the world in this software and it's completely free and it are so is the tutorials to learn how to use it um so anyway that's how they make money i don't know how the others make money maybe through donations uh, i think there's different
1: yeah that's cool i like uh i like when they come up with creative ways to make money that are different than you know just bombarding you with advertisements or charging some ridiculous prices Um, you know, like people that do Patreon and like Louis CK, obviously, I don't know if you heard about his jacking off situation, but basically they pulled all this stuff from everywhere. So, and I think he actually did this beforehand, but he would just put his comedy specials on his website and, and you just pay like five bucks and you can access it directly on his website or now actually his latest one, I paid $8 on his website and I can access, his comedy special as many times as i want over the year and then he has some other shows and things that he worked out on there so it's always cool when people come up with creative ways to make money and i think now more than ever people are i mean i think people like when back in the day we used to torrent things and we would just steal music and steal everything and i think that's kind of fucked up because obviously you want to support these people and you want them to make money for their craft and things that they're putting effort into but at the time things were just that's kind of what happens when things are stupid, expensive or hard to access. And I think with music, they fixed a lot of that for the consumer with Spotify and Apple music. But, um, with other things, it's, it's good to find other ways. And like, if it's a company that I support and I know that, that they're like giving me a service and I don't feel, you know, I I feel like it's safe. It's fair to give them a little bit of cash. Like Wikipedia, I donated $15 this year. No big deal, man. They kept emailing me, but, finally they broke me down i was like i think it's i use wikipedia enough to where i can give you guys fifteen dollars for one yeah
0: I, I i gave them money this year too they had that pretty strong um uh fundraising campaign i think earlier this year and and they 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 tugged on my heartstrings for sure
1: would you give them julian dollar fifty
0: no i think it was like a hundred bucks or something
1: you son of a bitch try to make me look bad
0: i also donated to my first political campaign this year. Um For the first time. No, really? Yeah. Twice. Do you want to tell us about it? Uh it was Bernie Sanders, and I gave him I don't remember how much money it wasn't a lot, you know. It was a small donation.
1: Oh, how's that how's that working out for you?
0: Uh (laughs) he lost the primary, (coughs) but uh I feel like he made a big impact in his message and where he the direction that he his vision of this country that he wants it to go. So I I'm still a big Bernie fan. I think he's spot on as you all probably know. Um so I I, I don't regret it.
1: Okay. But um cool. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to look up that GIMP software and I I really like that name. As it's really know. good, man very fast with the GIMP and Pulp Fiction and his mask.
0: It works equally good, if not better, than Adobe Photoshop. And it's pretty easy and everything's like, obviously, the tutorials, anything you need to know is a Google search away. So it's very easy. You'll love it as a head replacer like yourself.
1: Sweet. I can't wait to get into it.
0: Yeah, man. You're going to love it. All right. What you got, Austin? I need <sighs> a tip.
1: Okay. Well, guys.
0: I'm drowning over here in life
1: oh all right julian i got you covered buddy well guys we're gonna get back into uh animal related tips this is a cat corner now luckily for all of you cat haters out there this cat can be this cat can be applied to other animals as well as well as hairy animals like julian and it is pretty simple and you might think i'm an idiot for even bringing it up but hey you know some people don't know so And it's uh, brought to you by Your One Lord. And it is, let cats sniff your hand before trying to stroke them. I knew this tip for years with dogs, but uh, apparently it applies to cats and according to the comments to some other animals. If you're a big, uh, oafy person, you know, like me or Julian, and you go and just try to pet a cat or a dog, and you go in hot, they may try to bite you or swipe at you or run away. But if you let them sniff your hand, especially your open palms so they know you aren't hiding anything in there, they're more likely to to give you a shot and let you stroke their head. And um, another tip is you can even get down on your knees or get to to a lower height so you're more on their level, and that's going to give you an even better chance. If you want to take it to a whole other level, you can just lay on your back and let them smell you. And uh, you guys will be rolling around together in no time.
0: Is this your approach with cats, do you just like get on your back and act submissive and let them yeah. sniff you? Yeah. That's a great, great tip, Austin. Great tip.
1: It depends on the cat. I'm, uh, I'm pretty good at adjusting to the situation, but whenever I go to someone's house and they have an animal, especially if it's like a skittish animal, it's always my goal to have that animal comfortably sitting in my lap by the, by the time I leave.
0: You got a pretty good record. I'll say that. Yeah. I've seen you uh, befriend all different types of species of animals. And, uh, yeah, they usually love to sit on your lap.
1: Like, I've even won your dog Tiny over, but he's so... Like, he'll be... I'll win him over, I'll pet him, and then he'll be, like, happy in my lap. And then I'll go outside, and I'll come back in five minutes later, and he acts like he forgot everything that happened, and he starts barking at me like he hates me.
0: He did did really good last time you were here. The previous time was he was all freaked out because your little... Bitch ass dog And Was Was freaking him out But uh But
1: First of all Tallulah's not even near A bitch ass As much as Tiny is Tallulah's brave And bold
0: Well she's not as vocal But you can tell that She's judging you By her look
1: Oh she's very judgmental Yeah But that's a whole other story
0: She's a sassy little bitch I'll tell you what Oh yeah So Don't Don't let that quietness Fool you She's got some dark Thoughts in her head All right,
1: And if you guys have any other questions about petting animals, feel free to email me at justthetipspod at aol.com and uh, I'll send you my newsletter.
0: Do you have a a specific portion of their body that you go for first over another?
1: Well, yeah, with cats, you're going to want to work around the back of the neck and the ears and stay away from the belly because they'll fuck you up.
0: My cat loves her belly rubbed.
1: Once they trust you, sometimes they will. One of my little, our little cat does, but uh, Big Norm doesn't really like it when he touches his belly. Yeah. So, Julian, you're pretty hydrated over there?
0: I'm uh, halfway through my full glass of wine.
1: got a very wet mouth.
0: Oh, can you hear
1: it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We'll, We'll cut that out, so hopefully everyone else doesn't hear it.
0: I've been drinking a lot of wine, so it's making me salivate.
1: All right. You're making us all salivate. All right, your turn. I,
0: I can't help it. That's the reaction I get when I walk down the street. Uh, all right, this one comes from DJ Seto, and it is, if your car is damaged in an accident and it's it's not your fault, also file a diminished value claim to recoup the loss in value of your car due to being in an accident. If you don't like the offer you get hire an independent appraiser. So this is a great tip because obviously if your car is in an accident, you're not going to get that clean car fax report that so many people rely on when they're trying to sell their car in the future. So obviously your car is going to diminish in value because you don't have a clean car fax report. So then you file this and you can get a little, little, extra green in your pocket that'll cover the difference between a clean carfax report and a not so clean carfax report
1: well that's that's a lot of fun that's one of those fun tips um like it's like when my grandma gave me socks for christmas it's not very exciting but it's important and uh something that you may it's very utilitarian something you may need to use
0: well it's something a lot of people didn't know about i didn't know know, about it either
1: hey Julian, I supported your tip. I said it's utilitarian and something that may be important to do. I didn't even know that was a thing and I still don't really understand how it works, but I think that's good to know. So it's if your car gets damaged but obviously not totaled. You
0: Yes. If it's totaled, you don't gotta worry. You've already diminished your value and you're just gonna get whatever they think the used car value of your car is.
1: Where but- who do you go through to, to diminish your value? Is this through your insurance company or
0: Yeah. Okay. You say, Hey, my car's suffered a little bit more because now its reputation has been tarnished and I need a little more green than that because the next buyer's not going to be as faithful in my Toyota Camry as they once would have been if it hadn't gotten in this bullshit accident because this asshole rear-ended me because he was checking his text messages while he was TikTok-ing.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so it's just initially... When you're getting your claim back or your whatever, you're asking for a little bit more cash just because you're not going to get it on the back end when you sell it.
0: Yeah, when you're filing a claim.
1: I see. I misunderstood at first. Yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense because when I was selling my my Tacoma, I had gotten a fender bender like eight years prior, and everybody was skeptical about that, especially because all the the used cars. Uh, selling you know Craigslist and markets like that. There's so much funny business going on with you know salvage titles and people trying to rip you off that people are always skeptical when buying from you. So any any little accidents gonna make people very hesitant and uh, weary of you. So so hey, make them pay up at the beginning. So I like it, Julian.
0: Hey, I'm gonna go crash my car me. right now. Thank DJ Seto for this.
1: Thanks DJ Seto
0: and. Also, really good uh, tribal jungleist DJ as well. So check out them on SoundCloud. You'll you'll be partying in no time. Is that true? No, I just made that
1: up. Oh, Julian. That sounds like, excuse me, like exactly something you would listen to and recommend to me. So you got I got thrown off there.
0: Oh, if they were jungleist, <laughs> I would totally be rocking out with them, dropping <laughs> dropping Molly. And putting up my disco lights and and shaking my rumpus to my subwoofers bumping.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. Go
0: ahead,
1: Austin. All right, this one. Um, this one sounds kind of. Well, sometimes I pick the tips beforehand, and then when I'm about to read it, I'm like, it seems silly, but. You know just what? go for it, man. Yeah, dude, you're right. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna dip my toes. I'm gonna jump all the way in the pool because I think it's important. This is, and this was removed for some reason, but you can't trust these wily moderators. Um, it's brought to you by Llama Weasel, well, Llama Weasley, and it's if you have something nice to say, say it! Exclamation point. You never know what it could mean to them. I think a lot of times people uh, take for granted that someone else knows that they're doing a good job or that they're a, a cool guy and people don't say anything and don't let them know. But sometimes uh, when you feel a special feeling about somebody, it's good to uh, let them know and be like, Hey, I think you're a swell guy and I really like that thing that you did with that thing. And what Julian, why is your mouth open like that? What are you doing? I'm paying attention to you. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Um, I think Julian's pretty good about this, especially if, if he's had about 14 drinks in him he'll hug you and kiss you on the cheek and tell you how much he loves you. But, uh, it's good to do that. Sometimes let people know that they're doing a good job or or let them know that that you care about them or you think they're, that they're cool and are nice and friendly.
0: I think that's a great tip, Austin. I really, I really try to subscribe to this philosophy and I always let people know sober as well as drunk. Uh, You know, what I appreciate about them, what I like about them, what they're doing right. Because I think a lot of times people are, uh, especially at work and stuff, people only hear about things they do wrong. They don't hear about things they do right. And so, you know, if someone tries a new style, their haircut or does a, a better job on that CPS report that you requested from them, let them know, man. Give them a little pep in their step by by complimenting them.
1: Did you say CPS report? Yeah, like child protective services.
0: I I I was just I, I think you it. were
1: trying to look for TPS reports from Office Space.
0: Yes, okay. I was. Just, I I knew it was three Hey, good letters job long on. The- <laughs> and I knew there was a P and an S. Good S job on that was-
1: child protective services report. You're <laughs> really great job.
0: I I don't know. I was yeah. I thought it was. I knew it was a P and an S. I didn't know nice. what the first letter was.
1: I, I caught what you were going for. I just want to clarify.
0: Yeah. I don't know what a TPS report is either, to be frank.
1: Yeah, I don't either, but it's from the movie Office Space.
0: It is. So, uh, anyway, you know, always go in for the compliment because you never know. You might make someone's day. and But, you know, be a little bit careful with this one because... You could cross some boundaries if you're a little too complimentary and you don't want to do that either.
1: Well, obviously, Uh, yeah, you don't just go like, hey, look, your tits look nice today.
0: Yeah, you don't want to go, hey, you've been working out? You got a sweet tush there.
1: I mean, I think all these tips go with a little discretion that goes without saying for pretty much everything in life to use your best discretion and not uh, be an idiot.
0: Yes, this is very true. Mm. Um... (laughs) So, anyway. All right, yeah, I think that's good. Spread a little joy in the world by letting people know what they're doing right. Um, all right. This next tip comes from Fissy Wana Farahi. And it is been removed. So this is a banned tip. So you're only going to get it here, folks. Ooh. And it is go back and actually look at your saved posts on Reddit. Um yeah, you should definitely look at your saved posts on Reddit. You saved them for a reason and a lot of times you forget about them and you might find some goodies in there that you like. For example, I save a lot of recipes and I've gone and found some real gems through Reddit uh through some through some looking at my saved posts. I also save like articles and stuff. Sometimes I'll just be like browsing real quick while I'm like waiting for someone and I'll come across a really interesting article that I don't have time to read right then and there. So I'll save it for later. And you know, if you're ever just like mindlessly scrolling through Reddit and not really finding anything, go to your saved reddits and you'll probably find all kinds of stuff that'll keep you engaged.
1: Uh, Yeah, totally. I actually ended up stumbling on some of my old stuff the other day and there's so much, you know, the internet is just a barrage of information and entertainment that it's easy to get lost. But I went back and I realized I had like a thousand things and a lot of them were things that I was still really interested in and and totally forgot about. And that goes for bookmarks too, because sometimes like right now, dude, I have like 40 tabs open and it's all stuff that I want to read, but I have ADD and you get busy and keep putting it off. So eventually I'll bookmark it all and then just not ever go back to it for like five years. But then when you do, you're like, oh shit, this is stuff that I found interesting and a lot of times still do. Sometimes you're like, what was I thinking? This is stupid. But most of the time, it's pretty interesting stuff. And I especially make a point to to save stuff like travel tips or things that you know that you may need in the future. And it's just a matter of getting better at going back and looking at them. So.
0: And I have a, I have a bonus tip to go along with this one. And that is go through your notes in your phone as well because I constantly write notes down in my phone only to forget about them. And so you should go back like at the end of every week and if you write a lot of notes like I do and look at what you wrote down because a lot of times you'll like get a recommendation for a book or a movie from someone, you'll write it down, you'll forget about it by the following week and it'll just be lost in your forever expanding notes library. Um, And then you can actually like, enjoy some of those recommendations that you're getting.
1: Yeah. Every like month or so I'll, I'll write in my, or I'll make a, a note to myself in my calendar reminder to go through and organize my notes because you get so much redundancy and, and like so many things like that where you'll just have one movie or a book or something that somebody recommended and you just write it down in its own page randomly and then move on and it keeps expanding. But if you go through every you know few months, And organize it, you know, like I have like a movies that I want to watch, TV shows I want to watch, books that are recommended, things I want to do, things that I have to do, you know, just stuff like that. And you keep it organized. uh, You can get much better use out of your notes and just going back and looking through and finding things that you totally forgot about.
0: Yep. There you go.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff.
0: Let's see. Top that tip, Austin. You ain't got shit on that.
1: Nope. I'm not not going to try, man.
0: Really? You're all tipped out?
1: Oh, no. Okay. Okay, Okay, well, then maybe I will top it. Um, Let me just preface this with saying that I don't like some of the words that people used in here, but we'll go over that later.
0: Do they use a lot of racial slurs or something?
1: Yeah, they did. But uh, I'll try to edit it as much as possible. No, it's not. So it's their first line that they said is, Well, so they say when someone is telling you how much they like or want something, don't tell them how you personally don't like it and kill their vibes. And they worded it as please don't yuck other people's yum. And I don't like the word yum. I just I don't know why it bothers me. But anyways, I think that's something that me and you have been guilty of a lot in the past is yucking other people's yum. Somebody will be like, oh, I really want to see the. Uh that new star Wars movie. And you'll be like, that movie looks like it fucking sucks. And they're like, Oh,
0: you would say that <laughs> I would be, I used I to love I, star Wars.
1: Well, not star Wars is a bad example. Uh, what's something what's that's the, someone's like, I'm the, really excited about that new episode of three and a half men. And I'm like, that show fucking sucks. And then they're, they're like, well, I like it. And so who am I to say that Charlie Sheen isn't hilarious? Uh, but yeah, there's no point in doing it. It's one of those things where, some people don't, some people like different things than, than other people. And, uh, you don't need to judge it. If someone else is judging it, then you can judge it with them and, and you can talk shit about it together. But if someone likes something, there's really no benefit in telling them how bad their taste is and how much they suck. I do this a lot. Just like, wow, that show sucks. And you have horrible taste in everything. I just wanted yeah. you to know that
0: I do this a lot with food. Uh, I, I trash on people's food likes. Oh, and
1: uh, Yeah, you do it to me all the time.
0: And uh, yeah, well, it's mostly Your Taco Bell truther. Yeah, it's a mostly for chain restaurants. Like people be like, oh, have you ever been to Applebee's? Their Southwest egg rolls are amazing. I'm like, dude, you are eating pure shit by by eating that crap. You should instead go to a really good local mom and pop shop and get some legitimate egg rolls not the southwest variety.
1: Okay, first of all, Julian, I don't think anyone's ever said, "Oh, dude, you got to go to Applebee's." I think people just go there because it's cheap. And uh, secondly, bullshit. Get first of all, get your shit straight. Southwest egg rolls is a Chili's item.
0: I don't eat any of that shit. Not Applebee's.
1: Applebee's is home of the riblets, okay? So get your story straight before you start talking shit.
0: Got it. So, funny story. Um
1: But no, that's I think it's fine to talk shit about chain restaurants, obviously.
0: My, my wife's uncle uh, buys us chili gift cards every single year for Christmas. I don't know why. We've never gone once. We have a stack of chili gift cards.
1: Hey, Julian, you want me to take those off your hands for you?
0: No, I keep saying, we well, let's just go and get, you know, drinks. Yeah, Dude, have, it's fun. Like, have... just
1: make the best of it. Just go there and get trashed and... Uh... Get some Southwest egg rolls, and you can do it every once in a while. It's already paid for. You already have the gift cards.
0: I mean, mean, we're going to have to wait for COVID to pass, but we're going to have one. Dude, Chili's doesn't
1: give a fuck about COVID. They're open.
0: They're not open inside, though. Uh I live in California, so I'm not in your fucking anti-science Arizona. (laughs) We're we're banning indoor dining here because we got a hot case of COVID in, in LA.
1: Does Chili's not have outdoor dining? No, they all have it. Every place oh.
0: has outdoor dining. They've well, literally go. shut down streets that were like normally had cars on them to allow restaurants to put tables on the street and open up. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I actually like it. It's turned in a bunch of like downtowns into promenades, which is yeah, actually that's, nice.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, so. can I, while we're talking shit about chain restaurants, as you know, I've uh, been a Taco Bell aficionado over the years and uh, not proud of it, but. As of late, Taco Bell has made some some changes in the COVID era, and I, I'm not happy about it, and I'm going to talk shit about them for a minute because, first of all, they cut out the spicy potato taco, which was one of the best things on the menu. They're fucking delicious. It's honestly better than the regular soft taco, and it's one of the only go-to vegetarian delights on the Taco Bell menu, and I got one every time that I went, and they cut that out because of covid and I think that's just a lame ass excuse because why what the fuck COVID? did COVID have to do with them getting potatoes? I think they're just, I think they're just yanking us around. And then secondly, they stopped doing breakfast. And I'm actually, before I tell this story, I, I just realized that this story is going to make me look even worse than Taco Bell, but I'm already in it. The other day I got off work and I was like, dude, I really want a AM crunch wrap sausage for breakfast. I'm just feeling it. I didn't sleep much. I feel like shit and, I, and nothing's going to stop me from getting one. So I go to Taco Bell drive-thru. They say, hey, we're not serving breakfast. And I was like, okay, maybe it's a locational thing. So I go to another location. They're also not serving breakfast and it's 10 AM. I don't want a regular taco or quesadilla. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm done with Taco Bell. I'm going to go somewhere else. And I just so happened to pass a third location and I'm not proud to say that I pulled in and they had a a sign, like a built-in sign that said, we serve breakfast. I was like, all right, here it is. We're going to, we're going to make this happen. And sure enough, no breakfast. I was like, it's on the fucking sign. Of course I didn't say that. I just got a lunch menu and I was like, I'm boycotting this place. I quietly said that to myself. Of course, too much of a pussy to actually say it to the employee and it's, they don't care. So anyways, Taco Bell. They cut out the spicy potato. They cut out all potato items. They cut out breakfast. Not happy about it. I'm boycotting you guys, starting now. Bullshit. Till you bring back the potatoes. I call bullshit. Bring back the potato. I'm going on a hunger strike.
0: You're gonna be a Taco Bell within the next forty eight hours. I guarantee <sighs> it.
1: I know. I can't stay mad at them.
0: You can't resist it. I know. You are a Taco Bell slut. I heard that they got rid of the double decker taco which was one of the few things that I actually kind of enjoyed there because there are a few occasions where we'll be on a road trip and it's like a choice between Burger King, McDonald's, Taco Bell, whatever, and I'm just like, whatever, man, they're all shit. I'll just eat whatever you guys want to eat. And I enjoy the double-decker taco.
1: It's a great item.
0: And I heard they got rid of it.
1: Yeah, they did. What the fuck? That's another one. You already have the ingredients there. It's a taco shell, beans, beans. And then a soft taco, like it's not like it takes two seconds to put it together and you still have all those ingredients. I feel like Taco Bell is just trying to force their power on us or something. It's fucking pissing me off, man. I won't stand for it. Aren't they a big Trump donor? I think so. I think I saw something on Instagram. Yep. There you go. Del Taco is such trash, man. I can't do it. And out of all those three places, Burger King, I started boycotting Burger King a decade ago. I'm done with that.
0: They used to be fucking sucks. good like 20 years ago, and now they fucking are awful. The last time I went to Burger Kings when they started carrying the Impossible Whopper because I wanted to try it, and guess what? Tasted just like a Whopper, which is not a good thing because <laughs> the Whopper is garbage, and the reason it's garbage is because of its inconsistency. If they could make a consistent Whopper that was delicious, it would be great, but instead... You'll get one that tastes like someone shit in between two buns and put lettuce, tomato, onions, and ketchup on it. Or the other will taste like what you expect a Whopper to taste like from the commercials. So they really got a quality control problem there at Burger King that they need to figure out, which is why McDonald's is the number one fast food restaurant, because they might not serve the best fast food, but it's going to taste the same whether you get it here in Italy, in China, in India, wherever you may be having your McDonald's, it's going to taste the same.
1: Yeah. Whether or not you like McDonald's, you have to give it to them. Their shit is exactly the same everywhere. And I did try the Impossible Whopper at Burger King as well. And I was impressed at, it, at the at the burger itself, but I had an Impossible Burger at a local place called Divine Bovine here. And it was obviously you know 50 times better no so i don't mind what's that it's just like a burger place um
0: that serves impossible
1: burgers i mean they have regular burgers and i think all the places are starting to serve impossible burgers now so and, and those amazing. are pretty impressive man and now they sell them in stores i actually made it some the other day
0: yeah I've, I've been buying that impossible meat and making all kinds of stuff with it it's fucking awesome there's a yeah. there's a lpt for you if you've never had the impossible meat and you're a meat lover that likes ground beef try the impossible stuff you will be very very impressed it's so good there's no in my opinion no compromise other than the price because it is expensive yeah
1: it's pretty impressive man it's uh and also I just want to clarify like I'm not the type of person that goes to these chain restaurants all the time I, I go from time to time but I'm usually I usually eat local I support I really support <laughs> the local Tucson scene I probably to a fault
0: so. You say that Austin, but I know you go to talk about uh, well I pretty do. Often. But
1: but then I I just I eat out too much altogether. It's a problem. I'm trying to work on that.
0: I think they talk about you at their stockholder meetings and how many times you go and they base their stock price based on Austin's eating habits. That's mm-hmm. how much you go. Okay. All right. It's my tip now that you hogged 20 minutes with your bullshit. Julian, thing.
1: don't yuck at my yum. You have you don't have the right.
0: That was a good tip. I, I take that back. Don't yuck people's yums. Alright. This one comes from Faku Draper. And this is actually a you should know. It's not a Life Pro tip. It's from another oh. subreddit I've been following called You Should Know. Y S K is what they call it. Uh that there's an amazing website called Documentary Mania which literally has hundreds, if not thousands, of free documentaries sorted by themes or topics. It is fast and has no annoying ads. Um, I checked out their arsenal, and it's fucking great, man. Like, if you're into anything, they have it on here for free with no commercials, high quality. They got Rise of Putin, which I've seen. Great, great documentary. Showbiz Kids. I mean... Chicago.
1: I yeah. I, they, I saw showbiz kids. That's on HBO also.
0: Yeah. No, it's, all, all it's on there DVD, for free, huh? All these are free. Yeah. Julian,
1: to be honest with me. How hard did you get when you found out about that website? Because you love oh, documentaries more than anyone I've ever met.
0: I broke a keyboard because I spooged all over it. Uh, I love documentaries. First. And well, you know, they got planet Earth on here. I mean, come on.
1: I miss planet Earth.
0: Yeah. It's 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 really good, man. They What's got the it called Jeff- again? It's called Documentary Mania.
1: Okay, I'll put that in the show notes.
0: All right, you'll love it, people. Um, and and you can thank me later, or thank I'll thank that you right now that recommended it. Thanks, Julian. But no, it's really good, and I love a good documentary, as Austin alluded to.
1: That's Julian's um, go-to conversation starter with strangers. Is have you seen this documentary about? Putin or about mm-hmm. walruses in Northeast Africa.
0: That one about Putin is fucking wild, man. You'll be really shocked at the stuff that dude's gotten away with over the years. I mean, of what you know is crazy enough, and then you like he's been getting away with this shit long before he was ever known by anybody.
1: I'm watching a documentary on HBO called The Vow and it's uh it's it's pretty interesting, it's worth watching. It's kind Is of a Scientology the, vibe. It's about brainwashing, yeah. and it's it's interesting. Worth a watch.
0: I saw the commercials. I want to watch it. I added it to my watch list.
1: Oh, nice. I like it.
0: Also on HBO, if you haven't watched the South Park Pandemic special, it's fucking great.
1: Oh, HBO Max has all the South Park episodes, huh? They and They do. add them and on as they, as they come out, too, huh?
0: They do. And they have all the old... Uh, Adult Swim cartoons, So the Brack show's on there.
1: Oh, man. And, I remember that.
0: And Sea uh, Lab 2021 and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. All of them are on there. Huh, It's great.
1: I'll check it so, out.
0: A little bonus tip for you Adult Swim fans out there.
1: Yeah, as long as HBO Max keeps letting me use Aaron Goldman's login from the East Coast, I'm going to be good to go.
0: You just outed yourself. They're going to cancel you tomorrow. Uh, I know. Maybe they'll give you a free subscription if we if we talk nice about them on our podcast. Yeah,
1: just what they need. Your tip. I don't have any more tips. I think we're done.
0: Okay, I'm I'm all done too. That was that worked perfectly.
1: Nice, and we actually kept it uh, to about the the dis the length that we're <laughs> we're always hoping to go. So yeah, I think we're getting better.
0: I was hoping to. Uh... Do a Van Halen song today.
1: Oh yeah, rest in peace to Eddie Van Halen. Yes, died of cancer yesterday, at age sixty five. Which I thought he would be older than that. I was surprised how young he was. But uh, I mean, it was never a big Van Halen listener. But I did. I went back and watched some videos and people talking about him. And I mean, that dude's a fucking badass guitar player and trendsetter and huge shred.
0: That's what I was gonna say. My tip is go look up Eddie Van Halen guitar solo on youtube you'll be very impressed that dude kills it
1: i was listening to a a podcast today and this guy that had interviewed eddie van halen and, and knew a lot about him said that there was a time where he would lock himself in a hotel room and uh and just do just drink a full bottle of booze and do a bunch of cocaine and just fucking get gorked out and write a bunch of music and then the next day he'd revisit it And like not even really remember what he had done and just come up with songs and it'd be like a whole new song to him. That's awesome. So, which I guess is something that probably every musician did back then, but, uh, I don't know about every musician. I'm sure if you're, if you're at Eddie Van Halen's level, it's probably cool to like wake up somewhat sober the next day and listen to something and be like, holy shit, I can't believe I made this last night and I don't even remember
0: it. Yeah. Dude, watch his guitar solos. They're fucking incredible. Like no drums, no nothing. Obviously it's a guitar solo and he'll go. There's one I watched. It was 13 minutes long on YouTube. And he's just like, he uses the entire guitar. He's not down there where you normally keep your hands. He's all up on that neck going the full thing. His fingers are moving a mile a minute and he's just in the zone in front of who knows how many people killing it. Nice. And I'm not even a big Van Halen fan either I honestly didn't even know that Van Halen was a real person. <laughs> I thought that was just like Marilyn Manson, whereas was like, you know, the name of the band yeah. that the lead singer kind of just adopted. But and, and and I just thought Van Halen was like just the name of the band. Yeah, if
1: that's his real name, that's a pretty cool name.
0: Yeah. Van Halen. Way better than David Lee Roth.
1: Yeah, or Sam- or Sammy Hagar. What idiots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and also, if you're looking up Van Halen shit, the uh, drum intro on Hot for Teacher is pretty badass.
0: It is really good. I listened to that today, actually. And uh, speaking of someone who's alive, who deserves a lot of credit for solos, is if you've ever heard of the band Primus, their lead singer-slash-bass player, Les Claypool, will melt your face off with his bass solos. They're fucking incredible.
1: Yeah, that guy's nuts. Primus is not for everybody. It's super fucking weird. But I used to, I had a phase where I was into them, and uh, they are all fucking insane musicians. Like the but guitar you, player and the drummer, or like the drummer uh, Tim Alexander is like I think he's probably the, one of the best drummers of all time. He just their music is so weird. A lot of people don't listen to it.
0: It is. It's bizarre, but it's the type of music you got to see live. Like you could hate their album. Go see them live. You'll love them. And and you may never listen to their album, but every time they come into town, you're going to go see them because they put on such a hell of a live show. And uh, you can look a lot of those up on YouTube. My favorite is when Les Claypool dresses up like a monkey and comes out on stage and he has this instrument that he pulls out, which is just a one string bass with a tension rod uh, on the back. And he just loosens and tightens the string and bangs it with a stick. And that's how he plays the music. And he makes the funkiest sounds out of that thing ever. And he dances around like a monkey on stage. And it's so fun to watch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I went to a concert where he did that with you and your mom. Remember that?
0: I do remember that. And I had to put my mom behind me during the mosh pits.
1: Uh, No, you were fucking zoned out watching the concert. And I was protecting your mom.
0: Oh, I thought I was. And she didn't
1: even notice that she was on the edge of the mosh pit. She was just sitting there clapping. She was clapping, looking up, smiling. And I was just like, trying to fucking ward off these huge slack jawed <laughs> fucking rednecks who were just getting wild. I, I was. I didn't even enjoy the show. I was just like these fucking idiots. I. That's when I knew I was getting old. I was just like, I hate mosh pits. I hate everyone's side. Can't we just stand here and watch them play the bass?
0: That's hilarious. I thought I was the one who protected my mom, but no, you No, I were. think
1: you may have been using some uh, mind-altering substances at the time.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely was. I was high as hell and drinking like a fish. Um, and I was
1: the protector. Yeah, my
0: mom My mom was great to go to concerts with. I took her to uh, uh Soul Wax here in L.A., and I've never seen my mom get more into a concert in my life. Like, she was... Full on, just rocking out, like screaming at the top of her lungs and her hands <laughs> in the air, like woo! I gave her some of my pen before she uh, before the concert started, um, and I mean Soulwax kills it. If you ever, here's a tip: if Soulwax comes to town, cancel whatever plans you have and go and see them. They're fucking incredible. Um, but uh, she got way into it, man. We rocked out hard.
1: Yeah, your mom loves going to concerts. She's She goes to way more concerts than I do. It's impressive.
0: That's where I got it from, man. My mom was taking me. I remember I went and saw James Taylor with her at the University of Virginia when we lived in Virginia. That was like one of the first concerts I went to. And uh there's a really long line to get in. And James Taylor is such a cool dude. He came out and stood on top of one of like the, the the I don't know what you call them, podiums or, or statue things. He just got up high above the whole crowd and just played his acoustic guitar for everyone as they walked into the concert and waited for the line That's to go That's awesome. Down. Yeah, such a cool dude. I was
1: hoping you were going to say he started walking on people's heads and shoulders like in Crocodile Dundee when he started walking on everyone's heads in the subway.
0: No, he gave a pre-show to the show. Because the line was so long.
1: That's cool, because especially when you hear of all these famous musicians who just are like, are show up late or cancel a show or just be a bitch-ass about it, it's cool to hear about someone giving someone a little extra show like that.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, you can pretty much tell James Taylor's a cool-ass dude. <coughs> no Seems one, very mellow. He's like the Bob Ross of the music world. No one's going to hate on James Taylor. You might not like his music, but you can respect him as a person and his talent. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway, uh, all right, Julian,
1: what do you uh? Should, what, should we go home now or what?
0: Yeah, I got a Corals coming back into town, and I told her I'd have the house clean when she came back, so I gotta do some deep cleaning right now because I fucked it up.
1: All right, well, I'll let you get started on that. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Um,
0: hey, Austin. What? I said, hey, Austin.
1: Yeah, what's up?
0: Eat my dingleberries, you dickwad. Oh, God. I just
1: got a visual of that. I'm going to
0: go. I love everyone else, though. And you don't have to eat my dingleberries to everyone else. But Austin's going to eat them for you.
1: God, I bet those things are horrible. I'm sure you have He's going to
0: pay for your sins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you have boulder-sized dingleberries, uh, the likes of which none of us have ever seen before.
0: No, I got a special uh, ass hair comb that I comb them out with, mm. so that I got no dingleberries.
1: Nice. Yeah, one I one got dog, a little like one of those dog brushes. That's like a glove.
0: No, it's like uh it's like an afro pick, but smaller that mm. fits in between your cheeks, and you can just scrape them out, and it gives you a really nice like I got a little ponytail coming down because they're so straight.
1: I'll put that on my wish list.
0: Yeah, I can braid them.
1: All right, Julian, let's go. It's time to put you to bed.
0: All right. Yeah, I finished my Charles Shaw, y'all. All right.
1: All right, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye.
0: Me and Austin started on a journey together. Pretty much spent it all eating cake. Got a new kitten. Her name's Cheeto. She's completely satisfied. So I tried out jacking off at work. Let's get on and shake that ass on the dance floor for you.
1: Lay on your back. I'm gonna smell you. Have you heard about his jacking off situation? But
0: that you gotta jack off before you start trading stocks. Have you ever been to Applebee's? I save a lot of
1: recipes. Hey, look, your tits look nice today.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely was. I was high as hell. I enjoyed the double-decker taco. You are a Taco Bell
1: slut. And I mean, you can pretty much tell James Taylor's a cool-ass dude.